You're listening to the One of Us.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. I don't know if you guys have ever had issues with your personal androids at home. Like mine, mine normally will just like not listen to me every time I say like, hey, Google, you know, turn up the volume. It's like, I can't hear you. Quit being an asshole. (laughs) And I want to like strangle it. But it's just like this tiny little cube or it's more of like a cylinder. Yeah, uh, th- that the circle thing, that, but it's in 3D. That's the a little cylinder. can looking thing. Cylindrical yeah. device? <laughs> I was trying to say cylindrical and I couldn't say it and I'm an idiot. Anyways. <laughs> and clearly not an Android. Well, it works with Android. Doesn't that count? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, I've never feared for my life with my Google Home. Like I know eventually one day I'm going to wake up and it's, going to be like the circle dots are going to be like in my face right before it stabs me to death. But for now, I can still call it an asshole. And it's like, well, thank you, master. You make ambient noises now, Chad. (laughs) I'm asleep. (laughs) My how the tables have turned. (laughs) So Mother Android is uh, another installment into the what if scenario uh, that we currently find ourselves. Oh, Disney? Marvel? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I wish. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the what if scenario of like, hey, what if all this uh, AI that we're making eventually just tries to kill us? That's basically the premise of this movie. Oh, and there's okay. a baby involved, too. Sure. like This is a Terminator movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the, a Skynet. Yeah. But let's introduce ourselves before we get any further. My name is Chattotron9000. With me, I've got Luane. I am definitely not a robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what a robot would say. Nice try, robot. Yeah. Can you can you key in these these things for me? I can't read what those little letters are. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, read read these uh, squiggly letters and numbers, yeah. huh? Yeah. Can you point out which one is the bridge? <laughs> yeah. Which of these is a dog? Uh, with me, also I have Tessa. Oh, Tessa Five is alive. <laughs> and Elliot. I am a divine human being. Again, something an android would say too. You're all androids. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Mother Android, basically, I don't know. It's nothing special. Well, right from the title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just were like, what should we make the title? Oh, I don't know. There's a mom in it and there's Android. Oh, Mother Android. That's it. I thought this movie is going to be about a robot mom. Yeah. yeah. It almost seemed like it was going to take that twist at some point. I was and waiting for it. it. Kind of would have been better if it had. There was there was a moment towards the end where I thought they were going to make that twist with the baby. But and it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it wasn't terrible. It's just easy. Part of the issue is that. You're going to spend 
75% of this movie with two people mm-hmm. and you have to really like them. And I adore Chloe Grace Moretz, but I didn't want to watch her and that guy for most of this movie talk to each other. And I didn't really want to see her, like the replacement guy that shows up later. I'm like, okay, this is all weird. It's fine. But like all of it, all of it has been done before. If there's any, I don't know, creative bit, it's the last little bit. And I'm like, adoption papers at the end of the world? Seriously? But like, otherwise, it almost felt like the world's longest commercial for international adoptions. In a weird irony, it's the American kid going to a Southeast Asian country instead of the other way around. I would love to go to South Korea. Are you kidding me? Otherwise, eh, it's fine. This movie is incredibly dry. Yes. Um, it's clearly born out of the um, Black Mirror uh, style of storytelling and, and just that that whole genre of like, you know, really makes you think kind of sci-fi, except it really kind of doesn't because this has all been done before and in much more interesting ways. I mean, I agree. I love Chloe Grace Moretz. She has almost nothing to do here. Her her boyfriend slash husband, father of her child is baby daddy practically made of cardboard. Let me just say that his acting ability must have been in his feet. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I love sci-fi, I love hard sci-fi, I love serious and, and often dry sci-fi, but this was just too much uh, and not enough anything interesting or new. Again, it's just all been done before. Be more forgiving of all of that if the first two thirds of it were just like heavy setup. Like it was just, there's some action in the beginning. The, basically, the, the end of the world starts with Georgia. She finds out she's pregnant. She's hanging out with her boyfriend, Sam, and it's one of those like, ah, I don't know what to do. And then they just go to this party. At that time, all these androids that are like these personal assistants to everyone just go murder rampage crazy. Then we cut to basically nine months later, like, oh, OK, right when she's probably due and she probably kept the kid. I don't know that whole the beginning set it up. And then I felt like the next 45 minutes was just like, oh, my God, I don't care. I feel like this would have been way more fun if a family in a station wagon pulls up with a pug in the back, making the robots heads explode because they can't tell if the dog (laughs) is bred or not or a pig. (laughs) Like, I feel like this would be the perfect live action crossover for the Mitchells versus the machines. That would have been so much more fun. I almost think that the Mitchells versus the machines proves you don't need this movie anymore. Yeah, right. It doesn't tread any new ground as far as androids killing people. I I thought it probably would have been a little better if the montage at the beginning with like the action sequences of all the robots turning, like showing us all the different types of like Mm -hmm. androids that are out there, not just like the butler, but, you know, the various jobs that they hold and them turning and killing people in various settings and situations would have been much more fun, I feel like, because the rest of it's just just dull as dishwater. One of the other things that is not remotely touched on, but you know would be a reality in this world, is it's mostly white, wealthy neighborhoods that are going to get murdered by the androids, at least initially, right? Yeah. Like, because there's nobody on the east side of Des Moines that is going to have their own android, right? 
it's just not going to be a thing. It's going to be West Des Moines where all the lawyers and the doctors live that they're they're going to have the problems initially. And oh, no, then it'll the probably spread. But like on the same note, with that population level in mind, how many androids are there really going to be? You see early in the beginning, a guy with a bat can knock one down. I mean, this isn't even like zombies where they're going to infect you if you don't kill them right off. Yeah. And can they make more? Are they capable of like self-replicating or building more or repairing each other? Like, are they right. capable of love? <laughs> no. Beep, bop, boop. But, you know, and then there's the signal thing at the beginning, right? Clearly, there was an origin. This wasn't a random thing. This was an activated thing of some kind. We never understand why. And maybe it doesn't matter if the point of it was the whole, you know, motherhood thing. But you don't give me much of the motherhood thing. So now I kind of want to know, was it other people? Was it androids themselves? You know, now I have questions about things I'm actually interested in that you're never going to touch. So, yeah. Didn't they mention an EMP towards yes. the beginning? Right. Yeah. But That's so a it was. Yeah. For right. The that, was the anti, that was the anti Android weapons, basically, yeah. that they were using. Oh, I thought that was what had caused them to go haywire. Mm -mm. Okay. No, that would have deactivated no, them. Well, in the yeah, beginning, but... you got to kind of quick see it, but they say on the TV in the background of the party, like, I, I forget the name of the company that made these androids, but it's like, you know, hey, watch for our next update, blah, 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 blah. So maybe it was like the update that mm -hmm. doomed all humanity. Well, so what uh, you're uh, telling uh, me is I should never update my iPhone ever again. Nope. Well, uh, okay. My, I was going to say my laptop just caught Windows 11, so I may uh -oh. be next. <laughs> Can we talk about like how dumb the strategy is to get to Boston? So George is pregnant. Mm -hmm. Very, very pregnant. They get to a checkpoint to where she could literally like have the baby there. Mm -hmm. And again, eventually the doctor says like, hey, you know, women have been having birth in the wild by themselves forever. You know, you'll be fine. Have at it. Go for it. Yeah, but you'll be fine. Sam does all this stupid shit just to prove that he's a man, a father. Mm -hmm. This plan to be like, OK, we're going to go through this. What is it? Dead man's land or no man's land? No man's land. Yeah. The, the Batman series that came out like 20 years ago. So they got to get through no man's land. If they get to Boston, there's going to be maybe a boat that's going to take the family to Asia. They, they're like, it's either China or Korea. They really don't even know. So that's like, a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Very, very big difference. I'd much rather have the latter. But all they know is like, yeah, this might be here. And they ask around and people are like, well, I don't know. Or, yeah, it might be happening. I think at that point, especially when you're nine months pregnant, like, why don't you just have the kid wait a bit and maybe go through no man's land? Yeah, you know, maybe there's no not going to be more boats left, but just such a dumb strategy that takes them on a because apparently Sam knows how to fix motorcycles, takes them on a motorcycle ride through no man's land to get to Boston, which has terrible results i thought he was going to try and put like a muffler or something on the motorcycle to make it not as loud i thought they were going to hang around there a bit longer and he was going to figure something out but no no they it's just ride bike. this You're really loud ass make... moped or whatever the fuck through the woods and every hipster waiter barista android gets wind of them and chases after them like some sort of weird like just extras left over from musicals or something. One of the things that really bothered me as we get to the climax of the movie, as it, such as it is, there is a huge deal made throughout most of this movie whenever they come across other human beings 
about them being identified as human, right? With the little stabby thing in the hand. And it's very clear that if there's even a suggestion that you might not be human, they will just kill you. Because there's a scene involving a dude who's got a pin in his hip. And they're like, you got metal on your body. And he's like, well, it's just a pin in my hip. Everything's fine. And they basically just execute this dude. And then later, there's a character that should not have made it through any of those checkpoints that just happened to get in. And I'm like, no, I mean, I get how the plan was to do that thing, but that plan should have failed at the checkpoint. Yeah. And how did all those other androids get through? Did he just like leave a back door open, you know, and was just like, come on in, guys, just hop the fence. We're good to go because one got through. The rest can now. And it really doesn't happen until it's like the aha moment, like, oh, I made a huge mistake. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, androids are here. It's like, well, wait, how? The prestige. The thing about it that's that's I really dislike is that the more you think about it and the more you try and find something good in it, the more things you find that don't work. Dog, bread. Yes. Pig. Dog, bread, <laughs> pig. Uh, Chloe Moretz, good. Other actor, bad. Uh, still overly used android plot. Uh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've, Nerf. we've established that this movie's kind of a turd. What movie did it better? Like what should it should it have been trying to emulate? Ex Machina is good. Yeah, Ex Machina. Terminator Three kind of is the same, like on the run from machine mm. thing going on. Like more so than the other Terminators, I feel like. Mm. Um, and even that movie kind of sucks, but it was better than this one. There are any of a number of things that would have made this more watchable, even if not better. Certainly, actual action would be good. But like you said at the beginning, there's the setup, and then there's a nine month time jump. And I'm like, you know, this movie gets a lot shorter if we have that time jump and she still looks exactly the way she did before. There's a a throwaway line about, boy, it's a good thing I didn't keep that baby. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) because then then the whole movie just goes away, right? Like, it's clearly meant to be saying things about love and parenthood. And I mean, there's even a line where a character says love is like a programming hack, right? And I'm like... Okay, I get all the things you think you're saying, but I don't buy any of it other than when he says love makes us selfish. And I'm like, yes, every decision that's made through most of this movie is selfishly made with love as an excuse. I'm kind of on the android side at this point. (laughs) I feel like also this has her being stuck in this relationship and stuck with Mm -hmm. having the baby because she can't get an abortion. Mm -hmm. And so it's also kind of like this forced pregnancy this forced relationship like just for safety's sake and everything because she could try to give herself an abortion but that's very risky she even says at one moment she's like i should have just broke up with you Mm -hmm. like because she was sort of thinking about it uh before all the shit goes down in the first act wow i didn't even think of that like she has no way to get an abortion like yeah chemical though if she got it early enough she could have you know jumped a counter at like a fucking cvs and just got a bunch right. of plan b's or something well and could that's one it, of the, i guess the, the, don't try that yeah <laughs> but but that's just it they do that time jump right and part of that is so that you don't have to watch all of the inevitable stuff that you have to deal with but then i was like what were they doing in the intervening time they can't they can't seriously have been in a tent in the middle of nowhere for nine months 
right? They had to have been doing other things. They started out in a civilized location. Then we see them in the woods because they're trying to get somewhere else. And I'm like, there's an intervening window of most of a year that any of a number of other things could have happened that would have changed everything. Exciting. More exciting. They skipped over. They time jumped over a whole bunch of like action and stuff. Right. And also just like the period of time where she's pregnant, she's puking all the damn time. Right. You know, like trying to get away from androids and she has to like wharf somewhere and there's like an android around the corner. Be like, Poo. <laughs> well, or the I was thinking this with the dirt bike scene. You're either going to bounce the baby right out or she's going to they're going to have to stop every two minutes for her to pee again. Th- that's what I was thinking. Like she didn't go pee nearly as much as she should have. I have traveled all over that bike. Yeah. All over it. Right. I mean, like I've I've traveled with a pregnant woman before and you're not going to go blazing through the woods on a dirt bike and and not have to stop a lot. See, this is what I'm talking about. The more we talk about it, the more we poke at it, the worse it gets. There's more holes. It's like Swiss cheese at this point. Um, I will give it credit that the Android and gore special effects were pretty good the practical effects mm-hmm. they weren't bad i mean as far as like android uh facial prosthetics mm-hmm. these are not the worst i've seen these are bad no. how about tessa you just keep rolling into your final thoughts on oh boy um as we've already uh tread upon this doesn't do anything new with the androids are out to kill me you know uh, sci-fi uh, subgenre. It really starts out with action at the first like 15 minutes of the film and then there's nothing. It's just the pacing like this is an issue we find with a lot of films that we review here. Is there's always usually this strange issue of pacing and as we discussed they time jumped over a lot of stuff that maybe would have made this more interesting seeing her earlier on in her pregnancy and dealing with the emotional you know issues of deciding whether to keep it or not. There's some interesting things they just skipped over entirely. I feel like this would have improved if they had focused on a little bit of that. I might have to go lower on this. All right, I'm going to give this 5 out of 10 techno rave jackets Elliot. yeah i'm pretty much right there this is worse the more you think about it and has quite a lot of pacing issues it's just really quite dull the beginning has a little bit of promise but it absolutely never delivers on anything and there's a lot of really weird kind of confounding stuff that just doesn't make sense for the characters of the world i agree there's a lot of good special effects the gore the faces of the androids their interface pretty freaky pretty cool it's still not something I haven't seen before, but it was done well, at least. This easily could have been something I really liked, but it's just not. It's just really kind of lifeless. I was looking into the writer and director, Matson Tomlin, has done pretty much nothing that I think most people would be familiar with, except he is an uncredited writer on the next Batman movie. So uh, that's concerning to me. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. So I'm going to give this... Four out of ten really pissed off robot butlers. All right, Luane. If you want to watch a pregnant woman escort mission, go watch Children of Men. You'll have a much better time. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to see Chloe Grace Moretz do some really bonkers shit to protect a baby, go watch Shadow in the Cloud. I love that. So good. Just don't waste your time with this. It, it, you you have to really, really want some element of this to, to, to sit through it. So for me, this is like two out of five Christmas tree light ghillie suits. <laughs> this movie was boring. Now do it in an accent, Chad. Yeah, this movie be boring. 
maybe one or two spots were like tolerable, but there's nothing here. There's no substance, no meat on the bones. Uh, but I do agree that the the visuals when they did happen and the action scenes when they did happen were pretty cool. But they're very far and few between and they really don't save this movie. And I really think the ending is dumb. Telegraphed, obvious, easy to decipher. It's a boring movie. I'm going to give it four pairs of yellow Chuck Taylors out of ten. <laughs> I... Uh, uh. Like, Why kill. did you program me to love movies? 